You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. MedStar has hired Symantec to clean up its recent ransomware infestation. The hospital chain's not saying much, but it has denied the incident can be traced to failure to patch. The FTC warns us not to believe anyone calling from something called the Global Privacy Enforcement Network. The IRS again warns everyone that they'll never email us and tell us to click a link. The Panama Papers bring down Iceland's government, but other than that, most of those so far named in dispatches are celebrities from sports and entertainment. The Los Angeles Times is hacked, the Philippines voter database is leaked, and the Italian government revokes hacking team's export license. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, April 7, 2016. Investigation into the recent MedStar hack continues. MedStar itself isn't saying much beyond that it's hired Symantec to find the problems and fix them. The hospital chain has, however, told the Baltimore Sun that it categorically denies in AP reports assertions derived from an anonymous source that the incident can be traced to failure to pass known JBoss web application server vulnerabilities. JBoss maintainer Red Hat patched those vulnerabilities in 2007 and 2010. MedStar says that none of the known JBoss vulnerabilities were factors in the attack. The hospital chain isn't answering other questions, Ars Technica reports, but it has pointed out that it restored operations rapidly and that it has found no evidence that patient or staff data were compromised. According to research recently published by mobile security provider SkyCure, medical practitioners are particularly vulnerable to attacks, in no small part because medical records are particularly valuable, four times more valuable than credit card information, they say. The problem, according to SkyCure's Varun Kohli, is insecure devices. What we saw was the attack can come to the mobile device from three different places. Number one, around 4.21% of all Android devices had malware, high-risk malware on it. The other finding that we had was network exposure. So around 22% of all the doctor's devices that doctors were using to assist with their day-to-day practice were exposed to a network attack in the very first month. And this number rose up to 39% over the next three months. The last thing that I want to talk about is the vulnerabilities. Uh, There were around 11% of the devices that had stored patient data and were vulnerable to high severity vulnerabilities because they were not on the latest version of the operating system. SkyCure's website is skycure.com. Akamai reports that the Bill Gates bot family of malware is being used in the criminal underground to facilitate distributed denial-of-service attacks. 
Obviously, there's no connection between the malware and either Mr. Gates or Microsoft, beyond the lowbrow satire implicit in the name. Attackers using the malware, which seem to have an Asian origin, are for the most part using SSH brute forcing for root login credentials. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission has warned of phone calls coming in from the vaguely official-sounding, but quite bogus, Global Privacy Enforcement Network. The calls seek to convince victims to give up their online credentials. The con job is a variant of the old tech support scam, but in this case, the Global Privacy Enforcement Network tells the mark that their email has been compromised, that their account is distributing fraudulent messages, and that the Global Privacy Enforcement Network will take legal action against the mark lets the network take control of their computer to fix it. It's a scam. Hang up. The U.S. Internal Revenue Service has also warned of a spike in tax-themed phishing targeting residents of Maryland, Virginia, and the District of Columbia. The phishing emails, which purport to be from the IRS, tell the victim to verify the last four digits of their social security number by clicking a link. Again, don't. It's not the IRS. Poking through the wreckage of the Masik Fonseca breach, people reading the Panama Papers so far seem to be turning up more celebrities than political figures, although Iceland does have a new prime minister and will have to call early elections. Masek Fonseca, which isn't getting a lot of media love, points out that the only clear crime here was the hack itself, and that the shell companies it establishes are perfectly legal. They may be right. In any case, they filed a complaint with Panamanian prosecutors. The leak was, they insist, definitely an outside job. Various governments are calling for renewed emphasis on transparency in business transactions and privacy of data. Panama has called for the formation of an international panel to address transparency in offshore financial operations. And UK Prime Minister David Cameron characterized his late father's use of the offshore and untaxed accounts as a private matter. Legalities aside, there's no easy way of avoiding the bad optics here. Edward Snowden, of whom listeners may have heard, has been ladling out a series of sauce-for-the-gander tweets on Mr. Cameron. Masek Fonseca may well have a point about legality and victim-blaming, but most pundits, at least, seem to see the affair as exemplifying Michael Kinsey's adage, the scandal isn't what's illegal, the scandal's what's legal. In industry news, Italian lawful intercept shop hacking team has lost its export license. Italian authorities have revoked the company's authorization to sell its intercept tools outside the European Union. The U.S. FBI says the tool it bought to unlock the San Bernardino Jihadi's iPhone will work only on the iPhone 5C. It's still widely believed the Bureau retained the services of Celebrite in the case. Other U.S. federal law enforcement agencies that are Celebrite customers include the Drug Enforcement Agency and the Department of Homeland Security's Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The Los Angeles Times has apparently sustained a criminal cyber attack, shell access to the papers being offered for sale online. According to a statement issued by the paper, hackers seem to have exploited a vulnerability in the Times' WordPress installation. The paper uses WordPress to manage its events.latimes.com subdomain. Personal information belonging to some 55 million voters in the Philippines has been exposed after the entire database of the Philippines Commission on Elections was leaked online. This is bigger than the U.S. OPM data breach, but only if you restrict your count to just the 20 million people whose security clearance forms were lost and exclude all the other acquaintances and references those 20 million listed in their forms. If you add in those others, then, well, the U.S. is still probably number one. So, American listeners, you can still feel free to chant USA, USA, in the general direction of OPM, 
should you be so inclined. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me once again is Joe Kerrigan. He's from the Johns Hopkins Information Security Institute, one of our academic and research partners. Joe, you and I both had the uh, privilege of, of attending the Women in Cybersecurity Conference last week in Texas. Uh, I thought it was a great event. What was your take on it? I also thought it was a great event. It was uh, a lot of energy. I spent most of my time in the exhibit hall trying to recruit new students, uh, undergrad students, into our master's program that we have at the uh, Information Security Institute. And I got to meet a lot of great people. You actually had one of your grad students uh, there with you, and, and uh, what was her take on it? She enjoyed it greatly. She thought it was a great, uh, great learning experience. She actually got to learn a lot of uh, technical information and, and be exposed to different ways of, of learning it. She also got a – it was a great networking experience for her as well. Yeah, I really thought there was a, a really uh, amazing energy to that conference. Uh, you know, well attended, about 750 people. Uh, and you could really tell walking around that uh, it was just one of those events where yeah, everyone seemed to really enjoy being there. Yes. And you and I were definitely in the minority there. It was... <laughs> I know, right. Who better to talk about the Women in Cybersecurity Conference than you and I? Right. Two men. Two men. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll take the opportunity to uh, tease the fact that we will be releasing a special edition of our podcast, which will have coverage of the Women in Cybersecurity event. So look for that. Uh, Joe Kerrigan, thanks once again for joining us. It's my pleasure. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With Identity Orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. 
No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T Minus Space Daily, and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K Cyberwire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us. Mm-hmm.